0: Hello, Mountain Brook families. I'm Donald Clayton, the principal at Mountain Brook Junior High School. Uh, We're here for our second podcast around the coronavirus pandemic. Um, The first podcast we had uh, dealt with how we responded as a school district and why we chose to respond that way. Um, We are here again today with Dr. Dickie Barlow, our superintendent of our wonderful school system. And for this particular podcast, we're going to talk about Um, what it looks like down the road and in the future, even though that may be a hard question to answer. Um, So the first question for you, Dr. Barlow, and I think this is probably one most people are gonna wanna know, uh, we have spring break next week, and unfortunately mine, like a lot of people, uh, plans got canceled,
1: Um, but uh, what's the plan for after spring break for us as a school system? Well, that's a great question. Um, Let me start out by saying the next steps are all in flux. Right. I mean, we have made uh, decisions and then 30 minutes later have said uh, we can't do that because something changed. Like, for instance, right now we're talking on this podcast, and I think, I'm not 100% sure because we've been in this room, but I think the state superintendent, Eric Mackey, just made a request to the federal government to do away with state testing for this year. Can't speak towards that, but that's my point. We we start moving in a direction and then we find out something else and we have to turn. And so that is probably gonna be the new norm for right now, I think. So what can we tell you about what's gonna happen when spring break is over? Well, number one is we'll still be in a state of emergency that was set forth by Governor Ivey. And she closed all schools until April sixth. So the state superintendent Dr. Eric Mackey has made it clear that schools cannot give assignments during that time. So what we have done is given optional learning opportunities or resources. We've asked our teachers to consider reaching out to their students and say, hey, you might want to do these things. Here's some great opportunities. You might want to look at this website, read this article, those kind of things. So, So number one is when we come back from spring break, as of this time, on March 20th, we will still be in a state of emergency, we think. Right. (laughs) (laughs) So the next thing that we know is that the state superintendent, Eric Mackey, has created an 11-person task force that met yesterday and will meet again next week. And then by March 30th, The task force is to make a recommendation to the governor. When that task force makes a recommendation to the governor and the governor reacts and responds to that um, recommendation, then we'll know a whole lot more. Um, Because remember, we are part of the public school system. So I know a lot of people have said, you know, there are other schools that are doing e-learning, and I would venture to say those are probably all private schools because they're in charge of their own school we're a part of the state system and so we still answer to the state superintendent now as a school system I can tell you that what we have done and what we are preparing to do is we are preparing to transfer to an e-learning platform where we're going to take our school system and we're going to move it to an e e-learning platform so you know, potentially on April 6th, depending on what the governor decides and what the task force recommends, we are preparing that April 6th, at the least, we would start e-learning. Now again, that's all subject to change (laughs) based on what happens in the next week. Our administrators and our instructional personnel and technology personnel all this week have been preparing to create a framework to help our teachers move to an e-learning platform. And I think I said this on the last podcast, Donald, is that we have phenomenal teachers. Um, They really care about their students and they're experts in the classroom. And all they're really used to is the classroom. And so what we're asking them to do is consider taking that community that they're part of and moving it to a digital platform which they're not really experts at. I'm not an expert at it, and I'd venture to say you're not either. I'm not. Okay, good. (laughs) I mean, that's actually not good. I wish you were. (laughs) But so there's going to be a lot of give and take in that, but we're going to continue to help our students learn and be prepared for their future. That's our plan. So we talk about um, coming back April 6th, e-learning
0: platform. Um, There are probably a lot of parents and a lot of kids out there who pull out their agenda, and they see a lot of school events, uh, musicals um, banquets, um, sporting events, field trips, et cetera, um, that fill up their calendar because spring is usually one of our busiest times and, yeah. uh, especially in secondary schools. Um, I'd venture to say in elementary school as well. So
1: what, where are we with school events, athletics and and field trips? So here's what we know right now that all field trips and all events are closed up until April 30th. Now, I think it's reasonable to say that there'll be events that are closed after that or suspended or um, postponed or maybe even canceled. We don't know that yet, but what we're trying to do is take it on a month-by-month basis. There are a lot of things that could happen in May that we're not ready to make a decision on. Now, we certainly have some ideas and we'll begin having those conversations, but we know to this point That everything up until April 30th will be um, suspended. Have we thought about graduation yet? We have thought about graduation, Um, and let me just say this for just a second. You know, gosh, what a what a hard time for our seniors. You know, um, our students they look forward to becoming seniors and they're, you know, in charge of, uh, or not in charge, but they're on the top, you know, and here they are, they're finally seniors and excited about their senior year and all of a sudden, in the snap of a finger, boom, everything changes. And so um, we're not quick to cancel everything right now because we want to try to think through every opportunity to honor our seniors Um, so we don't know what that's going to look like. We don't actually, I mean, we've thought about it as in, oh my goodness, we need to think about graduation, but not, oh my goodness, let's come up with a, you know, a plan that's written in stone right now. So we're thinking about it, but we're going to go about it cautiously, um, with concern for our seniors and their families. And I can tell you um, from personal experience of working with that senior class,
0: um, I love that group. Hmm. Uh, They had a wonderful three years at our school, and I'm sure they've done the same at the high school. And um, we really absolutely want the best for that group. Um, So we talked about them finishing up their career and um, looking collegiately. Um, We got some students at the high school now um, with – advanced placement and ACT right. and SAT
1: um, and their preparation? What what Kind of update us on where we are with, with those those items. Well, that's a great question. Um, and we have been in contact with all those organizations. And in fact, AP advanced placement just came out with a, a statement today about their testing. And I believe every one of our students that is in an advanced placement test will receive an email from their teachers, asking them to go to the website and look at what AP has said. I haven't even read it at this point because we came into this podcast, but I know that they just sent it out today. Um, And ACT, you know, there was an April 4th test. They've moved that to June 13th at this time. And both SAT and ACT and AP have made it clear that they're going to be flexible. And so those things will be ever-changing, and we'll stay on top of those things and give people updates as we hear from these organizations. We've
0: been able to send out updates here and there and communicate, and I know we have a couple of things on our website. Uh, Anything you can tell our families about checking in with our website to see our past communication and also um, moving forward um, with decisions in e-learning and whatnot.
1: Yeah, I would I would encourage our families to go to that webpage. It has, like you said, um, every one of our communications with the families um, through letters, and we also have a resource page on how to respond. Um, so it, it's a good resource for parents to go to, and I would encourage them to do that. I would say um, in closing to remind the people of Mountain Brook that our mayor, Stuart Welch, signed a declaration of public health emergency, which closed all our athletic fields and playgrounds. And I would ask for our people to honor that. And um, the reason the city council and the mayor did that was to create social distancing. Um, We know that in order to flatten the curve, that needs to take place. And right now, Uh, the Jefferson County health department is asking for people to create a distance of up to six feet. Um, and I'm asking that people would honor that and take that seriously. No, we're a very active community, Donald. And, um, people love to walk and exercise. And I think that's a great thing. Um, I would just ask people to make sure that they stay, you know, keep their distance, um, and to, uh, really self-isolate their families and protect their families. Um, And even, I would say, let's make the most of this moment. I know it is uh, extremely stressful for our families. Um, The unknown, the uncertainty of this whole coronavirus and all that's taken place. And if you watch the news, it creates a lot of fear and anxiety. I would like to say to them that we'll stand with you the school system is going to work as best we can to, to help our students and their families, um, and we wish everyone the best. Um, and we'll continue to communicate with them either through podcast, or through written letters or emails um, to update uh, our families
0: of the current situations. Thank you, Dr. Barlow. Uh, Thank you also, uh, families, for tuning in here. I hope, uh, too, students, I hope you're able to tune in on this as well. Um, But we appreciate you. We appreciate your time and investment in what we we do as a school system. Uh, We are wishing you the best um, and hoping everybody stays well. And I can tell you personally, I can't wait uh, to see a bunch of those students in the hallways again. And we look forward to seeing you soon. Thanks.